Welcome to OTR, Over the Rainbow, Achieving Mental Health for Real. This podcast is designed to help with your recovery from any mental issue you are up against. The show strives to give you information that really, for real, works. The podcast interviews real people that have recovered or are managing their mental health. We also talk to people that offer suggestions and coping mechanisms you may want to try. Bob Adelman, the host of OTR, shares his 50 years of struggles with mental illness and the techniques of recovery. He is still on his journey, as you can hear in the episode called Perfect Storm Fighting Demons. So help him fight this monster called mental illness and the stigma that goes with it. Thank you, Amanda. Actually, that's my daughter, Amanda. She does a great job with the intro, so I don't have to kill myself all the time. <laughs> Welcome to the show today. Uh, we have an ADHD type of show. Uh, the woman that called me, I thought she was a lot older, turned out to be 17 years old in high school. But she's really intelligent, and she has similar problems. I do, so anyone that is interested in ADHD, um, keep tuned in. Otherwise, I'll see you guys next show, which should be soon. I got one ready for next week. Uh, I've been away more than I wanted to, but I'm back now. And um, so I didn't realize she was 17, and so here is the interview. It's very interesting. Hello, Vivian. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hi. How's it going? I'm doing pretty. I'm doing pretty good, you know. But you know, life has its ups and downs, of course. But, but yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad to be on this podcast. Oh, we're glad to have you. And uh, could you just tell the listener a little bit about yourself? For sure. So, hi everyone. I'm Vivian. So currently, I'm in grade eleven, and I. I'm currently the founder of Student Seas, so it's kind of a non-profit, it's a non-profit. Um, we have recently rebranded to kind of help students navigate the seas of alloting towards their personal development, to kind of bridge the gap between what school doesn't provide with life skills and such to kind of where students are, since I also personally felt that as well. And I also really like public speaking, so I've been, I've been doing a lot of public speaking here and there. And it all started with a Facebook post with a TEDx talk. And I was like, hey, you know, might as well try it out. And yeah, I got in and I liked it so much that I did it four times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you were on TEDx. That's really great. Did you mention your age at all? Or do you want to mention it? You don't have oh, to. Oh, my age? You're- oh, yeah. I mentioned I was in grade 11. So it's so around like 17, almost 18. You know, I'm. I'm- Almost there. Almost there. Okay, but but yeah, hadn't graduated high school yet, so still in you know high school. Love. One thing I wanted to start off that we have in common is ADHD. Yeah, that's for sure. I I have it bad, and I think it contributes to a lot of my uh, anxiety, especially talking. I have a, a easier time talking on the microphone than I would in person normally. Yeah, I always had ADHD, and there was never any... I, I took a little 
Ritalin and that never really worked. And there was no really good way to, to fight it. And so I'm just trying to manage it now. <laughs> so I don't know how much it affects you. Yeah, I would say for me, I didn't find out about it until a few months ago. It, in reality, it, the psychiatrist did tell me, like after, you know, we finally got in, um, to check in with a psychiatrist and she said that I actually had it for, you know, for a very, very long time. It just got unnoticed until recently. And I was like, wait a second. So that's why this happened. Because there are a lot of things like I kept, I didn't really, couldn't really focus on things. And I was like, even though people said, you know, I have so much potential, right? Like, I was, I was still kind of bad studying. I didn't, wasn't really good at listening. And it also put a toll on my social life as well, kind of with trying to make friends. Because it ended up with me not clicking. And, you know, because I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to pay attention. But, like, they, they just think I'm rude because, yeah. you know, I, I don't yeah. know when to, to focus. Exactly. You know? I mean, that's exactly what I always say. Uh, I don't know when to start talking and when not to. It's amazing that you were able to do or you're do, able to do the things that you do. Because I just went into IT, which was mostly not that much talking later on it got more but uh yeah i'm very interested in how you ha handle your adhd and do, do you have um any kind of uh like a performance anxiety type of issue with it or yeah i i would say yeah with kind of adhd along with it came anxiety and depression right Kind of, cause as, as, kind of as a result, because I tend to overthink a lot. Right. You know, when your mind goes on, all the time you start to suddenly think so much. It's it, sometimes it's good, you know, yeah. you can, it has its strengths, but other times it causes you worry a lot more. And also that caused me to be very insecure about myself mm -hmm. in the past because, you know, I thought that everyone hated me. I think I wasn't good enough. Right. And, you know, I never be able to succeed. Like I always, have to be defined by others, but... Well, we're just like twins almost. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know exactly where you're coming from. But I guess we're speaking, yeah, because, like, usually you stage fright. I still have stage fright. I'm not going to... I'm being really honest. I still have stage fright, but what really drives me is kind of what I like about public speaking and, you know, just helping others and kind of sharing stories. Because I do like kind of, you know, sharing advice and kind of sharing a story to help others as well, you know, by giving resources and giving advice. Right, right. Because not only you're, you know, building yourself up, but you're also building other people up. Right. And I I would say with that, that was also kind of the core why, the main reason why I decided to start getting involved by volunteering in the community. I kind of went to many hyper-focus aspect of, you know, really getting involved, really, you know, pushing myself like beyond and yeah i would say i wouldn't have become the person i am today like without my adhd yeah like at first i thought you know like adhd is all bad right because you know a lot of people tend to think sometimes you know having a mental disorder is always bad right, right? like the adhd with autism and such 
You also have, uh, but, by any chance, I'm sorry, Steve, I'm interrupting. Uh, do you have um, any kind of form of dyslexia? No, no, no I don't. Um, See, I have that too, yeah. and so the combination is deadly. <laughs> Again. Oh, I see. Gotcha. But I would, I would say, like, I don't know how to say, but there are, can be it their strengths you know like with personality aspects wise like and also kind of hyper focus i would say for adhd yeah. like even though we have like we can have trouble um controlling when we focus it's not that we can't focus at all it's just you know having trouble knowing when to focus we focus you know? on what our brain tells us to focus on at that <laughs> time and i do a lot of hyper focusing especially when I used to program, but what happens is uh, the seven hours will be like seven minutes. Yeah, it's, it's a weird time thing that when I hyper-focus, time just goes by like crazy. So I don't know if you experienced that. I also experienced that too. It's it's like, hey, it's, you know, it's, dinner time already like a few minutes went by so fast and other times it's like why can't I get into you know the zone and you know once you finally can get into the zone that's when you get interrupted and you can get really frustrating right. um, but see sometimes hyper focus can be something magical you know when especially when you're passionate about something that's when you could really go into and dive into what you're really good at, what you really love, and you really thrive in it. But yeah, I just want to also put that out there. Just make sure to also set some alarms to take some breaks. Yeah. Because it can be really hard for you internally to kind of say, hey, you, I, it's, you know, it's time to go drink water or it's time to go eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I do exactly that. I forget to eat. And uh, it's just... Uh, I, I found it to be a nuisance, uh, and it gets a little bit worse, I think, with age. I'm 62, and uh, I, I find it being a little bit worse as far as trying to pay attention to, to people and things. But I experienced the same thing. I had some friends who were just friends, but they did a lot of picking on me because I would make stupid mistakes and so they would pick on me and then growing up in a family a bit a family of six loud people I never never got a word in edgewise and I developed some kind of speaking disorder in a sense because um, I'm always afraid that somebody's going to interrupt me because that's what they used to do I would say something and you know, I didn't have the colorful words or whatever. I don't know, but they would just cut me right off. So I experienced a lot of uh, situations where I got cut off uh, while I was trying to say something. And, and that just sort of like a dog that's been beat too much. That kind of just got to me and, and affected my self-esteem. And I, and I never really figured it out until now. You know, I always thought that I was just kind of just a weirdo. <laughs> and I couldn't figure out why. And uh, now I think I have it pretty much all figured out. And I think the ADHD is so underrated as a problem. I think it's a much bigger problem than it gets, you know, than it 
Like, if I talk to a lot of people, they, they'll all tell me they had ADD when they were younger. Almost everybody that I mention it to. And that kind of, to me, that kind of just, you know, makes it a little bit, okay, it's not a big deal, but it's a very big deal, I think. But you found a positive way to express it, which is great. Thank you. And I also want to say to you that, like, I want, I want to say that I'm really, I mean, I'm really glad that you found, you know, your, the reason kind of why. And I also want to say it, I can totally understand how bad it can feel that if, you know, someone's going to cut you off, right? You're not going to be heard or no one really listens to you. And yeah, it really, I'll say it really sucks because it feels like, you know, you're kind of trapped in this bubble. I feel invisible. I'm a very tall person. I'm six foot seven, but it's like I can just disappear sometimes because um, people aren't paying attention to me. Like if I'm at a bar with somebody else, let's say, and a third person comes in, I'm kind of out of the conversation at that point. So... I experience, like, if there's three people, uh, I always get left out. If there's more than one, more than a one-on-one, I feel like get, I get left out a lot because I don't know when to talk and somebody else will get in before me all the time. Do you experience that? I, I actually did experience a lot of loneliness because I never really had, okay, it sounds really sad, but I never really had a good friendship for a long time. And I always thought, you know, it was all my fault, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm a bad friend. All of this in common was because, you know, it's because of me, right? And and it was because, like, for, I got left out because one time because in that friend group kept speaking another language and I was the only person who couldn't understand it. And for another time... I lost my whole friend group in uh, two years ago because they thought that I was just using them for grades and that, you know, I couldn't really connect with them. I was like, it, it's, and they say like, it's all your fault, you know, like it's, you're like this. And I'm like, but, I hate that. And, I, and yeah. And after that, in around like grade 10, that was when I also caught fine of, really isolated and lonely because I tried to, no matter what group I tried to, you know, hang around with, I still couldn't fit in. I always felt left out. I, I felt that I was always chasing people and I kind of decided to see like, you know, just to take a couple months off and stop, you know, kind of, and see if they would reach out to me with the friends I had. And no one, no one reached out. Wow. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That was sad. Yeah. And I think one reason that I look back, it might've been because I didn't really know how to connect with Mm -hmm. them. Like I had trouble with, you know, trying to socialize as well. And I think they also might've followed a gap as well too, because, and yeah, my teachers did notice that too. Like when they pointed it out, they said, that, you know, yeah, you're academically successful and, you know, you do a lot of good stuff out in the community, but 
because of that, you might have a hard time connecting with people. And I guess over that time, I also kind of had to face the hard truth that like right now in high school, there's no really no one really that I can fit into. Mm-hmm. So what I did instead, I was like, yeah, there's no one in school. And, and, and it, I used to be really sad about it. Yeah, I can imagine. That's very, it's very lonely. Well, that's what I do now. I'm pretty much a, a hermit here. I have a couple of friends that won't try to always put me down. Because when I grew up, I had friends that would put me down a lot. And I played sports with them, which was good. So my childhood was pretty good. It's not until later on that I developed OCD and all these other issues. And uh, looking back at it, I don't know how I made it, made it through. Uh, because I would get adrenaline rushes at work. So when I got the adrenaline rushes, then I did really good. So I get really nervous beforehand. And then when it comes to the actual event, there's no problem. I'm calm. You know, I'm very calm. So it's just, you know, that's the way that this disease works. And I'd like to get the message out that, you know, um, it's not really our fault that we're not (laughs) sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. But that's great that uh, I found a kindred spirit. um, Mm -hmm. uh, And I'm great that, you know, you also move forward as well because friends that put you down or, or, you know, just kind of only come to you when they need something are not friends at all. Right. They're not, they're not, Friends at all, no matter how nice they can be to you, they are not friends at all. If you know they aren't genuine to you, and you know they, if they don't take the initiative, you know to also reach out to you as well. It's a two-way relationship; it can't just be one way. Right, and you know that—that's what would happen. I'd get along one-on-one with them very well, and then inside a group, uh, like people tend to become different, also. I had, like, I thought a best friend, but he, I I realized that once there was a third or fourth person, he became different. He became more bossy and he didn't seem to like me anymore and ignored me a little bit. Like, have you ever heard that song, Complicated, by Avril Lavigne? Um, This girl who had a boyfriend who would be nice to her, but then when they got in the group with his friends, he would be a real jerk. So, um, you know, that that type of thing happens. Um, so tell us more about the project that you have, you have. I founded my own nonprofit. It was back in 2019, just, and now we kind of recently rebranded just to help other students and kind of adulting so kind of growing up as well because I know I have a feel because I know that you know becoming an adult and you know after once you graduate high school there's a big learning curve and you can and I feel that school does not prepare students for that and my classmates also agreed on that as well so I can say okay there's a problem 
um, might, might as well, you know, solve it. So that was kind of how it was born. I still have a little bit of, let's say this, insecurity about failing uh, my team, you know, as a leader and as a founder. But I'm glad that, you know, my team is really supportive and there's, there are people that are there that I can rely on. I would say other than that, I'm not, other than that, I also do volunteer other nonprofits. So one of them is called the Global Spotlight. So they help every, um, youth around the world, regardless of their background or identity, to help take action again, um, within their communities and also leading nerds as well. So they help help others with education, um, also providing educational resources, regardless of their background and identity. And and yeah, I've also been recently discovering like a couple of other organizations and YouTube channels. Oh, you're so you're so busy. I don't I don't know how you get all this energy because ADHD takes everything out of me, and I do also have bad anxiety. And I had two bouts that uh, basically put me into a hospital. Of, of severe anxiety, depression. So I, I was going to try to ask you about how, how are you handling, you said you mentioned you had depression and anxiety. Is it, is it really bad or is it, how would you say, how would you, you know, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Like how do I say it? Okay. I, okay. I'll say, Hmm, trying to break it down to parts. So I guess first one, how do I kind of manage everything? Mm-hmm. I can't, I did find out eventually over time that I do draw energy from kind of work, working by myself and with other people. So that was, and also just keep on reminding myself like why I like to do this. Cause like, if you don't know why you like this or why you're doing it, eventually you'll run out of fuel or juice. Kind yeah, of- I, I can't go more than eight hours or forget it. I mean, I can't work hard for that long a time unless I'm really, like you said, maybe because I've never been into my job. I'm retired now, so I'm into this podcasting, and I enjoy it. But it still does take a little bit out of me, though. Um but it sounds like you have a lot of energy, which is great. Uh, yeah, speaking of uh, drinks, you I saw out on your uh, one of the websites that you create a special drink, a bubble tea of, of some type. What is that about? <laughs> mm, okay, so I'll kind of start off with how I kind of started with that like I always like bubble tea you know bubble tea is a really great drink has tons of different possibilities tons of different combinations aka kind of you know create your unique combination of drink quote-unquote to represent you you know unique drink and I kind of discovered that like when I was experiencing like ADHD anxiety and depression because I've kept wondering if you know if life 
really worth living or not because you know there's so many bad things happening I'm worrying about so much I don't know if I'm going to be successful in the future and and everything felt really overwhelming and yeah what and and I would say I got I got kind of a some advice from my my parents my my uncle and also and also some people that I when I asked some questions to in like some coffee chats and they said why don't you kind of just take some time sit down and really ask yourself what are you good at um who what do you want to be when you grow up like what are your dreams what do you value like really big questions and that was when I kind of start thinking and digging deeper At first, it was really hard because I realized that I might have been following what other people wanted me to be. So it took me even more time to kind of dig in for myself. Eventually, I kind of create a list and a kind of a document or plan to kind of start off with and to keep on working on it. Because I think I believe it's a consistent journey. And over time, our goals, our mission, our values, who we are changes over time. And I was thinking for a personal branding and just to kind of say, who do I want to be and what do I want to do? So, yeah, I want to help people, but narrow, let's narrow it down. Say, what can I combine it with? What do I want to be known for? So that was also also with career development as well when I attended a career development workshop. And that was when it's like, okay, I like bubble tea. Um, there's a lot of combination with bubble tea. You can create a unique combination. You can create unique yourself because you yourself are unique. You want to combine the two, incorporate aspects of personal branding, storytelling, public speaking into kind of aspects from bubble tea to kind of stand out and to kind of be unique and to showcase who I really am. Person who loves bubble tea and is really, and wants to help others find who find, you know, help their stories, their brands. And eventually become self-advocates, you know, speaking up for yourself and being confident. Yeah, that was kind of how I discovered wow. the beauty that, of that's, creating that's a really dream. unique and interesting. I like that. So you say that your depression and anxiety, uh, is, is it something that comes on once in a while? Or would you say you go through it a month and then you feel better or... How does it attack you? Hmm. Yeah, it depends for Oh, yeah. It depends on every person. But for me, it's kind of something, you know, it's always there in the back of your mind. And it likes to creep up on you out of nowhere. And I call it the demon. The de- yes, the demon. And when something small, little small thing happens, that's when, aha, you know, a small little opportunity for me to to jump scare you and devour your entire thoughts and kind of snowball you down into that deep, dark hole. Right. (sighs) I did uh, just recently a show called The Perfect Storm Fighting Demons. And it's all about how, even though I've come through all this with, you know, the medicines I had to take and everything, I still have that, you know, voice yeah, the struggle. A demon, 
And it doesn't happen every day. It's just one day it'll be there, and the next day it's gone. Mm -hmm. So I struggle with that on a daily basis. But overall, I'm pretty content, um, much better than I used to be. Mm -hmm. I was a real basket basket case, so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't know. Um, but you, you've never had a major episode, right? I, I did have a lot of major episodes, actually. And oh, really? yeah, it was actually when, um, that was when, like, I'm really glad I did reach out to get support and just want a quick, quick thing. Um, don't hesitate to ever reach out to, to get help. Oh, I do. You will never regret <laughs> it. You'll never regret it. And for me, that was when I kind of reached out for help. And eventually I got help with not only counseling, but also kind of, medicine to kind of help out with it yeah and, I, I i take a, a a bunch of different medicines and everything kind of helps one thing and then the other thing yeah. you got to keep switching them up a lot and it's really pain, but <laughs> yeah but i contributed a lot of it to what i inherited like my father he was bipolar but he wasn't diagnosed as bipolar. You know, there was no official diagnosis. And my mother was very, very nervous all the time. You know, she, for some reason, she was into that type of person. And I think I got, you know, both of those things. And it's unfortunate, but, you know, everything happens for a reason, I hope. I hope to help people on this on this podcast and um that's that's my goal right now uh now i knew you were young but i just didn't understand that uh, maybe I, w I wasn't listening at the time you said it but um i thought you were you know college graduate Ooh. possibly yeah and, really? and, and so that's my mistake uh you know, uh, you sound like you've done so many things and you do so many things. You sound like an entrepreneur. So well, that you. was what I was assuming. <laughs> but that's, I mean, I'm just glad that I, I met you to, to validate, you know, this connection of ADHD that we have. But so you're going to graduate next year? Yeah, next next year. And, and yeah, I would say with school, it's, I'll say, yeah, there's there's like some support. And so I'm currently I did reach out and yeah, I'm glad there's some support, but I feel that there's still like a mental health stigma in school, within the community. It really sucks. But I know we're getting there, but it still really sucks right now. It needs a lot of work. Yeah, I mean... That's one the one thing I, I want to, from this show, just reduce a little bit of the stigma that's out there. You know, um, it's hard because people don't understand. They don't believe, uh, a lot of people don't even believe ADHD is real. So, oh, yeah. you know, we, we both have it in a very similar fashion. And, um, 
I think the difference might have been just the, you know, the family I grew up in. You know, they, they also, I had a very abusive brother and they also kind of put me down a lot. So it was a lot of self-loathing and it's, it's unfortunate, but I'm trying to make it into a good, a good thing now. Um, a positive, um, podcast that will pretty much go over recovery rather than talk about being down in the dumps. We talk about recovery and techniques to recover. So all my shows are either someone who recovered or other people that know techniques. Like I had a woman on who taught taught you how to worry less. She had 50-way story less. So we, we actually had two shows, uh, and she gave the first 10 ways. So I found that to be very helpful, things like that. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I just think that you said some really great points on, you know, like mental health stigma. And, like, sometimes people think that, you know, it's kind of shameless and it should be a secret, which is kind of, it's actually doing the opposite effect, you know, increasing the stigma within the community. And actually, there was this one time I did try to share my story with having an anxiety attack where my anxiety spiked up really high. And in a short story in English where they say, hey, write a personal anecdote. And when I wrote the anecdote and my classmates read it, like the first thing they said, did this really happen? It sounds like overreacting and like it, like, I don't believe it happened. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, most people look at it as, as a weakness, but for people like us that get through it without winding up in jail or on the street, you become very strong. I feel that I'm very, a very strong person now. Uh, after all of, all of this that happened to me, uh, the deep depressions and everything, I feel like I'm, uh, well, like a new man kind of, but like I still do have the lingering demons, but I'm working on it. Um, <laughs> maybe by the time I'm 90, I'll, I'll have it all figured out. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Okay. Um, I guess some parting words. Okay, great. uh, Yeah, parting words is that um, one thing with ADHD, ADHD is real. It is on a spectrum, just like how autism is on spectrum. Everyone has different symptoms. So there's really no one size fits all thing. And everyone doesn't really have you know, ADHD, you know, like a little bit ADHD. Yes, you can forget right. something sometimes, but that doesn't mean you have ADHD. It's like how you can worry about something, but you don't have an anxiety disorder. So it's a different experience. And ADHD affects more than just your attention. It affects your life. It affects, you know, everything. Amen, Amen to that. Now, I don't want to be a pity pool type person, but 
it's a very misunderstood problem and it's taken way too lightly. And, you know, people don't believe you and it hurts. So I could feel your pain on that. So, um, but I really thank you for coming on. Uh, I think you're going to have a great career. I think you're going to do lots of wonderful things. And, and I think you're going to beat your depression as well because they're coming out with better medicines and things like that. And I think, I think there's a bright future. We just have to get the word out that, you know, this is not a, a joke. It's not, you know, some little thing that you had when you're in school. It's, it's a big problem. And the more we talk about it, the more people will be forced to listen. So that's what I, I like to do, but it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, you too. I want to say thank you so much for having me on this podcast because I, f- I feel that I feel really great that there's initiatives out there such like your podcast that is helping to express people's stories and kind of sharing and reducing the mental health stigma within the, within the community. And I also want to say that you're, you've come so far and I know for sure you're going to go even further with your journey and impact more people. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Take care. Take care. Okay. That was Vivian XYZ Tan T-A-N. And she was a very bright girl. I feel sorry, you know, that she has very few friends. Um, it's, It's a condition that, is definitely misunderstood. A lot of people probably have it. They record 4%, but I think it's bigger. Um, probably a lot of listeners to this show have it because I had several ADHD uh, shows. So I'm not going to stick on ADHD the whole time, but when I get somebody that I interview, I interview for their problem and she just happened to have it. And it's almost identical to what I have. And what I have, my kids don't even believe it's real. So it's very hard on me. And it's always been hard. And I've always been resilient. But lately, I'm losing patience because I'm not going to take it anymore where people tell me that I don't have it or... You know, it's just a, a, a baby problem, a second grade problem. Um, I don't know what to tell everybody that has it, that has it, and just to hang on and be patient, and you know, I don't know, just try to fit in as best as you can. Maybe have one on one relationships, because beyond one on one, the ADHD slips in there and causes problems. Okay, so. Um, Everybody knows my email, overtherainbowbob at gmail.com. And I have a Twitter site at overtherainonebow. And my I'll put out my two sites, um, Facebook and Instagram. But if you want to search OTR, stands for Over the Rainbow, uh, GB Mental Health for Real, search that and you'll get there for Instagram and Facebook. All right. That's the end of the show. The next one will be soon. Then we'll be talking about a different subject.
Um, take care, everybody.